Oh, we are really giving the men their spotlight on the late night conversations. Uh, Westlife, A Better Man, that is the song that we've just played. And before that, we opened up with uh, The Best Man I Can Be, uh, Genuine, RL, uh, Tyrese and Case are all on the song. Welcome to the late night conversations. We are celebrating men in this month, November, a month where we Bring the spotlight, shining brightly on issues that men are facing to ensure that men find support, to find help, and also men notice that we care. I think it's very important. It's 15 minutes after 10. We are leading the conversation on the late night. I'm Nongulego Patricia Ntuli. With me on the team, we've got Bapat. Patrick. Patrick is our dreaded lion on the technical desk. Madupi Mahalimela is on the news desk. He'll be back at 11 o'clock. It was his birthday yesterday. I see messages are still streaming in. Wishing him a happy birthday. Um, Benzito Ricotto is our content producer. He is our DJ man of the show and definitely the boss man of the show. He's looking like a boss every day this November and is ensuring that the content is on boss level. So we're going to be having conversations around um, how men can support each other to navigate through life with uh, HIV, HIV positive status, and for those who are HIV negative, how do they remain negative and support each other? After that conversation, uh, there's been a huge talk around unisex uh, toilet suggestions at uh, uh, the Department of Basic Education. And this introduction is one that might require money to be spent, but it's also one that is trying to address LGBTQI plus issues, right? However, in South Africa, we can't ignore the fact that we still have pit latrines in some schools. So how do we implement such, spend money on implementing unisex toilets without consultation of public, consultation of school governing bodies and also parents, and also neglect schools that still don't have proper uh, abolition facilities? We're going to be speaking to Honorable Ahmed uh, Munzur Sheikh Imam, uh, who is the leader of the NFP in Parliament. After 11, we focus on family in our closet conversation. We focus on society and it's a conversation we could not have last week because of load shedding um yeah (laughs) so we couldn't get hold of our guests but we will have this conversation we're asking why is it important to invite relatives and friends to your functions or events or should we just not bother i mean cost of living is high Uh, coach matawe matsopula is going to be joining us a teamers please make sure you are part of all our conversations because i love interacting with you zero six one four 104107. That is our WhatsApp number to call in. It's on 086-000-2032. And for SMSs, it's 41391. And remember, they are charged at 150. Social Conversations. Our guest, who's going to be talking to us about how men can uh, find help and help others and to navigate life with HIV. Our guest is Tulani Gravel Gray, who is a master trainer for the Coach Mpilo project with Match Boxology and Population Services International. Tulani has also got extensive experience in social psychology, social marketing, mental health, communication campaign designing, and many, many others. He was trained in counseling psychology at the University of Surrey in the UK. And uh, he's also done a lot of work in South Africa, 
uh, where Tulane aligns himself uh, to groundbreaking organizations that respond to major South African societal diversity. Um, firstly, he worked with a mental health specialist for the South African Truth and Reconciliation Commission and Executive Sec- Secretary to the Repatriation and Rehabilitation Committee, and then in the HIV, Gender and Behavior Change Communication Messaging and Branding mm-hmm. Arena. So with this much experience, I think this is going to be a conversation that is worth noting. Remember, join in on it. How can men help other men? If you are HIV positive as a man, how are you getting support? Are you able to get the support at at, at the healthcare facilities um, in the country without feeling judged or uh, pressurized? Let's hear from you. 614 That's the WhatsApp number. Tulane, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good evening. Hi, hi, good evening. So the, the HIV statistics in South Africa are not going down. And clearly something needs to be done to make sure that we are supporting everyone, but especially the men, because it seems that looking at figures, it's more women who are taking treatment and uh, finding out their status than men. Uh, okay. Um, good evening. Again, late evening. Just a correction. You said with the Truth Commission, it was Repatriation Committee. It was, it's the Reparation Committee. So you, you, you're going to put me in it if you say Repatriation. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Um, yeah. So, okay, you've asked me a, a, a woman-based uh, uh, question, and that, that is true. But, let, I mean, I want to I shift it back to the men. You said that you opened the show with, wow, we're giving men a lot of attention. So, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just briefly explain to you what, what, what I'm here to explain. So Coach Impilo is a, is a kind of, it's a, it's, a, it's a quiet revolution in terms of its impact it's having on, on men who are living with HIV. It's a very simple idea with lots of moving parts, but it's, it's basically using the power of empathy or me too, as in I'm living your, your lived experience. So we, we, we find men who are living greatly healthily with HIV who, and have been on treatment for over two years. And we train them up and polish them up to be great communicators and great, great um, advocates for, for a stress-free and normal, healthy life with HIV. And then we hook them up with men who have either just recently discovered they're living with HIV or men that have have had challenges in taking their medication. So, so that's, that's, the, that's the solution that we have found and has proved very effective. And, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's really timeless that you're speaking to us now because we are, well, we're, all, we're on a roll because of, because of how effective it, it, is, it is becoming and it has been. In terms of, use the, the, the scientific phase of retention that that's that that's the the amount of men that stay on medication our results are phenomenal up into the 90s 90 percent um so yeah that's the basic core idea it's just simply using um the idea of 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 linking men who have lived the journey of hiv with essentially men who are scared frightened worried about losing their, well, their everything by that status and believe in the old HIV story, which is irrelevant if you look at the medication and the, the effectiveness of, 
of treatment these days. So yeah, that's what I'm involved in. That's what I train. That's what I've helped design. And I, I work with a great team of very innovative, um, yeah, thinkers. Now, uh, with Coach Mpilo, I mean, this is an organization that has also got quite a lot of uh, uh, backing and funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, uh, tell us about this par- partnership and how impactful it has been in ensuring that, uh, you know, men are supporting each other through this journey with HIV. So, yeah, so the partnership is, uh, I mean, I wouldn't like to use the word funder. I was thinking earlier, they're actually more enablers because it's it's so much more than giving resources it's it's strategic it's it's insightful it's based on evidence it's evidence based it's all about adaptation implementation it's all about adapt adaptive science it's 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 just it's just there's a great synergy so you've got the the, the big the big funders the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and you've got population services who then enlisted um, um, Ipsos and Matchboxology, where I'm with the company that I'm with, to do the design work. But the the the, the process of, of which it came about was it's 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 it's, it's very it, it's a beautiful process that starts with listening. So, which is very rare. I've been in HIV. I'm in a, I'm in a dinosaur now, but it's very seldom that we actually listen to men and. I think the whole narrative in HIV is that men, we see men as the HIV problem, and we've shifted that um, into using men as the solution, and that's, that's worked very well. So, I mean, it's a very human project. It's, it's about people's humanity and men relating to each other at a very deep level, almost, you know, to have silent empathy because it's like, me too, I've been living with this, and look at me, I'm healthy. Um, just being put in touch with the code seduces a man's anxiety uh, very quickly, and then and the other thing that makes it unique is that it's a long-term relationship. It's not it's not just a one-touch. Um, look at me. The, the the coaches that we train have a ongoing relationship with the with the with the guys, and yeah, it's just very effective. But the whole it's not just about the coach and kilo. It's about the thinking that went on behind it, and about really listening, making an effort to. And and the, and the idea came from men. It didn't come from any so-called expert. The sort of the philosophy we have is that people are the experts of their own lives, and that that has proven to be so very true. Just by listening to guys who just said, "Look, show me a guy who's living with HIV and that's all okay, and maybe I'll believe this new story you're trying to tell me." And so that's what we do. So I'm trying to describe something that actually works because of the human face-to-face touch factor not 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 it's not theoretical it's very visceral it's very and it's very it's very quick and it's very yeah it's Look, very transformative mm, you know it's it also busts the myth that men are not okay to talk men do not speak up and i'm glad that uh, you know pro uh, coach um, Bilo program is one that is busting the myth. You say you started with about 2,000 men, right? And yeah. uh, w- was this 2,000 men who were getting coaching or was it 2,000 coaches? No, that was the that was just the research really. That was, All right. I mean, the, the big picture was, look, we've got a big problem. We've got a big problem. 64% of men are still not on treatment. They know their status, but they're not on treatment. And you can as you can imagine, in terms of infectivity, that's a huge problem. So that's 
that that's where that's where it started. And so the 2000 refers to the men that were interviewed. Basically, like, what's going on, guys? Why are some of you not not in a punitive way? But what 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 are the reasons? Why are some of you so reluctant to be on treatment? And then, so very in depth qualitative and quantitative research. Um, you know, in-depth interviews, immersions, focus groups. So the, the the first question was that can we just please listen to what's going on with men as opposed to just see them as a as a health problem and use that terrible word that they're just defaulters um, on on their treatment. So yeah. So, Tulani, let, let's talk about some of the things that you found in the research, right? And I know you've touched on um, a couple of them and and th- how you've managed to implement them within the program and make sure that those who come in for the mentorship stay in the program and then in turn become mentors themselves. So, well, how do they... What's your question? How do they, how do they stay... In the program. Yeah, so, so firstly, their findings. You did research, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell us about those findings. But then how those findings have impacted on the program and how the program has managed to keep men who are being mentored in this program and also help them to then maybe be encouraged to become coaches later. Okay, so, so the research basically found that, that men, they do want to talk. Um, but they have a lot of misgivings about, you know, HIV. Uh, you know, HIV is going to ruin their respect. It's going to, it's going to bring shame. They're going to lose their swag. They're going to think life is over. And it was very detailed. We, 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 we grouped men into segments so that we found key, key kind of personality types, um, that, that men fall under. And then we sort of expanded that into, into, thinking and hearing about what, how they think about HIV, what would they do if they did discover, where are they, who do they talk to, what, what gives them pleasure, what gives them pain. And then we, we, we created a whole lot of questions that we, that we put to the men that, that, that came from the research. One of the key questions, if, if you like, with regard to Coach and Kilo was like, what would make you feel less scared? What do you need to like have a positive HIV journey? What do you need? So we asked them and we listened. We didn't have an idea. We just asked them that. We gave them a great context in which to, to discuss that. It was a workshop. We called it a design workshop, human-centered design workshop. And then they themselves came up with the, the answer that, look, I just need to see someone. I need, it, I need, I need this to be real. You know, men... They say men need evidence. So look, show me, prove it to me. So they, and then we, we kind of nuance that into a, a, a friend. So we call a coach a professional friend. And, and your question, how, why do they stay? Because they, I mean, look, let's face it. Men don't really have intimate friendships. They do, but they codify the friendships. They don't really talk explicitly about their fears. You don't go out, you know, do you, Men understand how to talk to each other, and it's very codified. It's not, it's not explicit, but coach talks explicitly. He, he's authentic. He speaks truthfully. He's come to terms with his status. And that, that combination of living with HIV and having that friendship is compelling. Nobody wants to – everybody needs a good friend, you know, who's, 
who can, can profoundly relate at a deep level to what they're experiencing. So we didn't really design that, that, that there's a continued relationship. It's a kind of default of providing a, a, an open, you know, an open, honest, truthful guy in a, in a situation that, that, that most guys are, are fearful of. And, you know, there's, there's lots of good news around HIV. It's not seven pills, it's one pill. You know, you, you after, uh, very, very quickly, you, you become, uh, you can't infect somebody with HIV if you take your medication regularly. So a lot of that information men don't know about, South Africa doesn't know about. And Coach just has that at his fingertips and is living that. So ask me, why does the relationship work? I hope I've explained. It's, 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 it's camaraderie, it's, it's brotherly love, it's male love. It's, uh, which is what we don't talk about as well. Um, it's, it's very close, but it's, it's very, it's very cool. It's very, um, it's, it's not, it's not awkward for men to form these bonds. And we're proven by the fact that these relationships continue even after, you know, sometimes funding runs out and, and, and coaches find themselves out of a job, but the relationships continue, um, because they've been so strong. That's the real kicker. That shows that this thing is more powerful than, you know, more powerful than money. I've got a message here from uh, one of our A-teamers, King St. Nazi. Um, one of your what, sorry? One of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. He says, as men, we like to act as everything is going well on our side. We always like to lie to each other about the little things and later realize that it wasn't a little thing, but a huge matter. All I'm trying to say is we as men take HIV for granted and later it becomes scary, which is a bad thing. So how do men get in touch with you, especially men who are scared, um, like our listener is putting it? How do men get in touch with the Coach and Bilo program if they are now ready to take the leap and make sure that they are living positively with HIV? Okay, so you, it's, it, we do have a website and we do have a number of organizations that host the coaches, but we also have a virtual coach. So a vir virtual coach, I actually do not have the latest number available to me, but we can, we can give it to you shortly. Dumalen um, can forward that to you now. Um, so that, that coach is a great conduit. People can ring him up. And he, because we've got a network of coaches across the country, not completely across the country, he can put that person who wants to be put in touch with a coach with an existing coach, and the coach will phone them up, and the relationship can start from there. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so very much for joining us, Tulani. It was such a great pleasure hearing about the Coach and Bilo program. It's a pleasure. I'm glad to share it.